was the first day of the Wild Bunch match, which, as you guys know, that is the guns of the movie The Wild Bunch, basically 1911s and 45 ACP, uh, major caliber lever action rifles, 40 caliber and above, and pump shotguns. So, I, you know, I, I knew I wasn't going to whip it today, you know, because what I was going to talk about is it's strange getting back into competition. Uh, you guys know that I was a competition shooter for a long time in Ipsic and IDPA. Shot bullseye before Ipsic. Uh, shot a lot of different shooting sports and loved them to death. And and oddly enough, with the show over the last like six years or so, when I've been in television, I, 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 it was sort of catch as catch can competition. I'd show up, somebody would put a gun in my hand. I'd shoot two stages, we'd film it, and and away we went. But this year, myself and Marshall Holloway, who is my partner in Downrange Television, which is powered by the Outdoor Channel, anyway, we decided we wanted to compete again, to go back and be real competitors. And you know, in my head, I had this vision of like, swoop, swoop, I show up, and everything's cool. Not a problem. I shoot exactly like I did when I was at the top of my game, which has been a while. Actually, that's not working out. Uh, maybe less so for me than for Marshall. But it, it's as if your your mind makes bets that your body can't cover. You know, you look at a stage of fire, a cowboy stage of fire, and you go, "Ha, not a problem." Twenty eight seconds, not a pro- clean zing. I can do that. And then you get your time, and it's like seventy three seconds, and kind of like a, a I don't know, like an, an arthritic manatee. Running the course. So, <laughs> all right, maybe not an arthritic man. Well, actually, in my case, in some cases, like an arthritic manatee. Had six stages today. And again, I, at the end of the day, I'm down three as I drop three shots. And there's no excuse. I wish I had an excuse. I wish I had a really good excuse. Uh, the sun was in the wrong phase. Uh, I was momentarily distracted by an alien flying saucer. Nope, nope, nope. Michael pulled the trigger. When the sights weren't on the target, and, and no matter how many times you do that, you don't actually get to hit the target. So, but mostly, yeah, just going slower, so much slower than 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 I wanted to go. I will say, you're shooting a Winchester a 97 pump clone, one of the Chinese clones built by Coyote Cap, and it, it's a good gun. But all I've ever done with it since I've had it is shoot it in various cowboy matches, which means that I shot it two shots at a time. Yes, it's a pump shotgun. But in cowboy matches, it takes too much time to fill the tube, you know, fill that like five-shot tube and then shoot it. Instead, you're loading two rounds at a time. You're dropping around in the chamber. You're putting around one round in the tube, or you're you're single feeding it, dropping around in the chamber each time you run it. That's generally how you do it. Okay. Well, you know, in in the wild bunch matches, you get to fill the tube with as many rounds as it'll hold. And so by doing that, I discovered many odd things about my Winchester 97. And mostly what I discovered is that you would be amazed at the number of ways that a 97 pump gun can malfunction. It's amazing. It's not that many moving parts. You're like, good heavens. You know, how can it figure out so many ways to, like, poke me? (laughs) In fact, we're saying... Um, a lot of the people in the squad have the same problem because, you know, we're stoking the gun for the first time. And, you know, a point that I made, I've never run more than one round in the tube. And I found when you put five rounds in the tube, two of them stay in the tube. They don't want to come out. They're shy. 
They're shy 12-gauge rounds, so they want to stay in the tube, which is not a good thing because they need to go in, have the lifter lift them up so you can pour, you know, pour them right into the barrel. But they don't want to do that. Or sometimes, maybe the same shy rounds, rather than go through, be picked up by the lifter so you can put them in the chamber or the barrel, they just fall on the ground, slip out the bottom. Somehow the timing there is off, and so the rounds don't actually feed into the gun. They fall on the ground, which is really you know, pretty much worthless for shotgun shells. Um, there's sort of this joke going around my posse. That's what you call a squatting cowboy posse. Cool, huh? Uh, which is that prison guards, for years, prison guards were issued Winchester 97 pumps. And none of us could understand why every prison in America didn't empty out. The prisoners just walk out the door while the pump, while the guards are going like, how do we get this thing to work? It's not working. Look, grounds are, you know, rounds are on the ground. They're not coming out of the tube. What's going on here? So every prisoner in America goes, hey, they got a 97 pump. Why don't we just like do a backflip over the barbed wire? Anyway, so I, I was thinking today about actually making my 97 into a lamp because I think it would make a really nice floor lamp. But tomorrow is, as Scarlett O'Hara said, tomorrow is another day. Got six more stages tomorrow. Looking forward to shooting them. Um, of course, the work with the 1911, I, f I feel pretty good about it. It's, it's mo moving right along. I had hoped to finish up my retro para-expert or at least get my para expert put back together. But the period of time where I was going to reassemble the gun, I went to Columbia, Missouri to hang out with Larry Potterfield at Midway USA, uh, one of my top sponsors and, in general, a really fascinating guy to spend some time with. So instead, I just opened the gun safe and, and grabbed a 1911. I've been shooting a, a Dick Heine Springfield 1911A1, a very basic 1911 built by Dick. Uh, took him 14 years. We've talked about that before. And, and it's a workhorse. It's been doing great. Uh, working good with the hand loads. Uh, been shooting, uh, mentioned this on the blog, been shooting 230 grain laser cast bullets over, over 231, a load of 231 designed to give me roughly IPSC major, 160,000 power factor, 160 power factor, depending on how you measure power, uh, velocity times bullet weight. So it's a major caliber load, and it's easy to shoot. You know, they're kind of puff balls, roughly 800 feet per second, and extremely, extremely accurate loads. I have been shooting 10x factory ammunition in, the, in my rifle, which I'm shooting a Legacy Sports Puma. It's an older Puma, so it's one of the ones made in Brazil. It's a copy of the Winchester 97. Or, I'm sorry, Winchester 97. I've got it in my brain now. It's evil. Uh, it's a copy of a, of a uh, 1892 Winchester lever gun. And this particular gun has been rebuilt by Steve Young at uh, Steve's Guns down in Texas. And he's probably the best 92 clone mechanic on earth. But one of the things he did with this gun that I really like is uh, he called me up and he goes, you know, if can I make it look cool? And I'm like, cool is good. I like that. So he, he took the gun, it was a st uh, stainless steel gun, and I guess he bead blasted it or somehow gave it a really flat, antique-looking finish, and it's a really neat-looking gun. And uh, much nicer than a stainless steel gun. Uh, kind of darkened the wood a little, so the whole package is, is very Old West. And it's always been, it's been a workhorse. I've had the gun for a number of years. 
and put a lot of rounds to it, both in 44 Magnum, 44 Special. But it, it's been an excellent gun. And it looks so cool that the guys from Legacy Sports, which uh, they're really, you know, it's interesting. Legacy is, is one of those companies that's really starting to ramp up. You know, they've got a whole line. they got a line of everything. You know, they've got a line of cowboy revolvers, uh, you know, uh, single-action army-type clones. Got a line of Winchester 92 clones. Um, got a line of uh, 1887 lever-action shotguns, which I really love and is still like this hellish learning curve. Good grief. And they got bolt-action rifles. they got certain types of scopes. Uh, Legacy does a lot of different things. It's, it's a really interesting company. But uh, I was kind of walking past, and they, they saw the 92, and we were talking about how good it looked. And they, they're now uh, no, they're no longer bringing in the 92s from Brazil. They're bringing them in from my pal, like Ron Norton, at Chiapa in Italy. So I'm, I'm kind of looking forward to getting one of the, the Italian 92s and, and running it against the Brazilian 92s. But in general, I, you know, I like the 92s. I mean, it's the gun you saw in John Wayne's hands in, in all of those Westerns, in so many Westerns. It's a great gun to shoot. And, you know, from my standpoint, a 44 Magnum, or I think they also offer a 454 Casul, which will also shoot 45 Colts. You know, those are great brush hunting guns. They're short, they're quick, they're everything they were in the Old West, and they're still enormously efficient. And as you guys know, I, I tend to keep a lever gun, 44 Magnum, in my bedroom. Why? Because when I go to court, you know, Jeff Cooper, Colonel Cooper always said, you know, there's two fights here. Um, you, you win one fight and you go to court and do the other one. And uh, I really would like my lawyer to hold up John Wayne's gun in, instead of like Rambo's gun. You know, well, he shot him with a 50 BMG at seven feet. No, I, I'd really rather, you know, if I'm going to go into court and he's going to hold up a gun and he's going to say, this is the gun my client, Mr. Bain, used to defend himself. You may have seen this gun before in, say, I don't know, uh, the shootist, or you may have seen this gun before in the Cowboys or, or True Grit or The Searcher. Uh, you know, that kind of works for me. But uh, I enjoy shooting those guns of the Old West, so... Uh, I'm looking forward to tomorrow. I'm looking forward to tomorrow being another day, as as Miss O'Hara, you know, as Miss Scarlet Scarlet said, and uh, you know, I'd like to get through it with no misses. We'll see. We'll see. But like I said, taking up competition, coming back to it is harder harder than I thought it would be, and I'm probably not surprised. Most things are harder than I thought it would be. Oh, cold fusion? Can we have that next week? No, no, no. But uh, I wish I had more time to practice, but, you know, darn, i got to go on the road and do cool things. And so, you know, that's just simply the reality of it. But uh, I, I love shooting the guns of the Old West. And, and you should give it a try. If you're an IPSC shooter or you're an IDPA shooter, give it a try. You know, give it a try. You know, if you can find a Wild Bunch match where, you know, you're going to be drawing a 1911, it's going to feel kind of weird to you because everything is five-round strings. And the gun begins with a magazine in the gun, and then as you pull it out, Israeli style, you rack it to shoot. And all the movement from point to point, if you're moving with the gun, has to be at slide lock. Every reload is from slide lock, so, you know, it's kind of a lot like IDPA. But... Uh, it's fun to shoot. It gives you another venue to crank out the old 1911. And hard to argue with. More, more practice is good. 